0: Hi everybody, my name is Landon Arenas, for conclusion episode 129 of the Vortex Apologetic Podcast.
1: Welcome to the Vortex Apologetic, where substance reigns over mindless entertainment. Because biblical truth matters in a profound, timely, and urgent way in the lost and dying world. And now, introducing your humble servants in Jesus
0: Christ. Ricardo, a.k.a. Beef Arenas, and Jeff, the Brain, Clayborn.
1: It certainly
2: is a big bun. It's a very big bun. Big fluffy bun. It's a very big fluffy bun. Why the beef? Some hamburger places give you a lot less beef on a lot of bun. <laughs> where's the beat? At Wendy's. We serve a hamburger we with the side. You been at
0: Wendy's?
2: <laughs> <laughs> You've been at Wendy's all this time, didn't get me didn't even hey, Where's
1: the beat? Yeah, where's the well, beat? <laughs>
0: You want something better? You didn't <laughs> even Wendy's give me a, a French beef. fry. Yes,
1: we know it's a big problem. Talk fun.
0: to the manager. It is the manager. Where's the beef? Where's the beef? <laughs> That's a good one. Back to Wendy's again. Back to Wendy's again. Uh, what do you, you have it on a uh, on I, a loop? I, oh, oh. Uh, you gotta,
2: I'm gonna tell you what. Wendy's guy. So I'm gonna tell you what. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Tell me, brother. I'm here now. I'm here. <laughs>
2: you spent all that time at Wendy's and didn't even bring me a french fry, man. What's the deal? Oh,
0: man. They ran out. <laughs> Where you been, beef? Where's the Beast? See, oh, you're asking, man. where's the beef? Uh, yeah, <laughs> right, right. I've been gone, bro. They've been gone.
2: <laughs> I'm telling you what. That's that's how I'm treated, folks. I'm just telling you. That's how. I'm just saying.
0: <laughs> you know I I don't get paid enough to do this, so every once in a while... I take a leave of oh, absence, you know, right. and uh, this
2: is how you ask for a raise. This is how you ask for a raise. I see. I see.
0: How much, bro? Let brother? me see. I, I'm how looking much? for re- more like reparations, bro.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you want reparations,
0: bro. I mean, it's been, Otherwise, it's been, what, three, two years, three years of uh, doing, enduring this podcast <clears throat> with a white man. <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> otherwise, I get big buns and no beef, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh my goodness! How you doing, my brother? Doing all right. How are you doing? Why don't you up? Good, here? man. You know, just got back from a little so, vacation, a little time off. Yeah. <laughs> so I got to tell you, folks. You
2: know what he, he, yeah, he told me? He told me, he told me, I'll be there Sunday. Okay, so I, I come home from work, I go to sleep, right? I said, okay. I I I gotta skip church because you know I'm gonna I'm gonna be up later on and I gotta go back to work. Right? No show. All right, no show. Sorry, bro. I can't make it. I'll make it tomorrow. Okay. So come home from work, go to sleep, wake up, get a message. Sorry, bro. I forgot about this going on over yeah, here. Yeah. I can't make it. So oh yeah, that one was well, the first yeah. one was on
0: a Saturday, right? That's right. the one. And then yeah, Sunday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's when my people text your people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, our people were communicating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, you forget about Stuff you don't put <laughs> on your calendar, or stuff you just you know kind of forget that about. That
2: your wife happens to remind you of. Oh yeah,
0: all the all the time. All because
2: the time. you know us guys, folks, we forget. <laughs> <laughs> us
0: forget. Come on, man. No. So,
2: so I showed you the calendar my wife has. For oh me. yeah.
0: Oh yeah. It's all written it, down. It's, and it's
2: it's the size of the Empire State Building. That
0: calendar. It's, it's a calendar, all right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and my wife reminds me quite often. The calendar is there to look at it.
0: <laughs> so, because yeah, uh, she yeah. knows, she
2: knows, she knows, she knows what the score is.
0: I should be paying attention more, right? Yeah. It be,
2: yeah. Uh, so, it's good to have you back. So, uh anything going on, brother?
0: What, what, what I, I was going to say, you know, you supposedly go on vacation and take time off. Why do you come back more tired sometimes I'm from vacation than mm-hmm. really, you know, trying to get some rest?
2: Because vacation wears you out, that's why. Oh, man, I tell you.
0: Anything special you get to do on vacation? Um, Celebrate my daughter's 21st birthday. You know, (sighs) uh, out right there. It's just amazing how time has flown by. And, you know, I guess for youngsters, you know, reaching 21 years old, you know, that legal age where you can buy certain things now or whatever, you know. But it's like I was telling my daughter, you know what? To be honest, it, it makes no difference. You know, it's just another year of life. You're able to buy or get certain things or change your driver's license from the portrait to the landscape now, you know, because you don't have to, you know, now you're going to get carded if you go to any particular places that require you to have ID. Right, if you yeah. want to go have a drink somewhere, you have to pull out that ID. And I go, and with you, you look like you're 10 years old, so it's like you're going to ask for an ID wherever you go. <laughs> but it was a blessing because... We got to spend time with her, you know, which now at 21, I mean, what kid really spends that much time with their parents anymore? They're right. running around working and friends. and right, So right. we got to spend time together, you know. Uh, we decided to go to Vegas. We had a good deal on a stay. We we got this suite. And, man, brother, it was nice, long, big bed. You can just lay there and ah, slept and didn't ever worry about the time. You know, we went to – she wanted to try the um, – the roller coaster I had told you about the uh, yeah, New, yeah, yeah. New York, but it, we didn't really make it. We ended up doing. We went to eat sushi. We went to this um uh, casino resort that has a, a bowling alley, has movies, has arcades, and has like ten different restaurants. So we spent a little bit of time there, you know, going to the restaurants and then play a little bowling and just hanging out. So it, it was cool. It was a good. It was a fun time. Glad it was you, a fun time.
2: Glad you had some rest while I was working, brother. Oh, oh man, I tell you, this <laughs> hard life. <laughs> it was good you got some rest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah so working, i working. Never know. I don't I
0: don't know. So poor, anyway, poor brain. You know, he yeah, suffers. Yeah, suffers quite a bit, You know.
2: <laughs> so anyway.
0: Uh,
2: yeah. You want know to call me the brain, folks, right? You remember the Scarecrow and the Wizard of Oz? (laughs) If only I had the brain.
0: (laughs) If I I only had a brain. brain. (laughs) So anyway.
2: So all right. So here we go.
0: Well, we better get on it before we lose half the audience. Let's go, bro, because they're probably snoozing around. Like sure. So you uh, go first. I go first. Yeah, you go first. Take it.
2: All right. So in Proverbs. Ladies and gentlemen, it says, Mm -mm -mm. and I say, the word of the Lord, the the wicked flee, when a no man pursueth, but the righteous are bold as a lion. I'll read it again. The wicked flee when no man pursueth, but the righteous are bold as a lion. Can you imagine why I even bothered to read that verse, ladies and gentlemen?
0: How about you, Beef?
2: Any ideas?
0: Let's see. Hmm. I know you had a rough week last week, so... <laughs> <laughs> uh, something about endurance and perseverance? I don't know. You tell me, bro. Uh, well,
2: in Vel, Arizona, which I can't find on my iPad now... Um, <clears throat> I'm about to find it again. Uh, there was a parental coup. Uh-oh. Pitchforks and torches.
0: Oh, uh, here we go.
2: And Get the torches! S- <laughs> and cell phones. <laughs> See, it's the pitchforks and the torches are bad enough. You bring the cell phones with the cameras.
0: Oh, that's it. That's it. Uh, <laughs> you you raised it up to a new level. It's game over. Mm-hmm.
2: Just downright gang game, game over right there, right there. Well, they had a school board meeting. Here mm-hmm. it is. So here's the, here's the short version. Vell, Arizona parents for face freedom. I like that face freedom.
0: I like this, that too.
2: Oh yeah. You see in the mirror without covering it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold mock election. Awesome. Hmm choose new school board and <laughs> declare an end to mass mandates. So apparently they show up for this meeting okay. of the school board and hundreds of these parents show up in this little little place in Arizona. And the school board cancels mm-hmm. the meeting before the parents could even even uh you know get settled in right yeah they they can they just cancel the meeting and walk off, yeah, violating definitely. the state mandate mm-hmm. that they have the meeting now, the parents pushed their way into the into the chambers where the you know the meeting was supposed to take place. they canceled the meeting they, sh- they called the sheriffs for crowd control so the sheriffs show up there's a few of them, and they're telling the parents um they just canceled the meeting.
0: Uh-oh.
2: <laughs> so you know, we don't know what to tell you. We can't do anything, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. And one parent, I saw the video. One parent was saying, "Well, can't you like, you know, be our mediator between us and them to to kind of get talk to them?"
0: Yeah. And yeah. Then
2: the sheriff's like, "They canceled the meeting and they left." I can. And then it comes out that the school board. All resigned. Hmm. The word that they, the parents got was the school board resigned. <laughs> so what do they do? Hundreds of parents protested inside an event at the Vale Unified School District school board because it is keeping its mask mandate for children, despite the fact that there is no longer a statewide order for masks. The school board canceled their meeting that night, so protesters elected an alternate school board. So right there on the spot, they pick out some parents, and they they uh, elect a new school board.
0: I love it. You want to hear it? Let's do it. It's pretty cool. In Vail last night, when a group of parents spoke out over the school district, still requiring their kids... Uh, To mask up there at the school, there was supposed to be a board meeting that was canceled just a few minutes before it was set to begin.
1: And that's when things really got heated with the parents. News for Tucson's Eric Fink was there and brings us the latest. 20 minutes before a scheduled board meeting Tuesday night here in Vail, we got word that it was canceled because of safety concerns. That upset some of the parents who wanted to speak to board members. They got into district headquarters demanding to speak to the board a few minutes later some parents and their kids got a chance to talk to the board
0: Mm. during
1: that time other parents decided to hold an impromptu election and elect a new board that of course having no merit because school board members here are elected in an actual election a tense and chaotic several hours tuesday night all centering around a southern arizona school district's mask policy let our children breathe! Let our children breathe! Let our children breathe! breathe. Aloud. And they do not have the right to take this away from us. These are our kids. And at times, angry group of parents making their way inside school district headquarters in Vail Tuesday night after a board meeting was canceled. Duck the board! Duck the board! I'm frustrated that my children are being forced to wear a mask every day for seven to eight hours with a very mm-hmm. few breaks, like when they get to eat, and it's it's not okay anymore. Pima County Sheriff's deputies called out to try and keep the peace, but their presence only making these parents' voices louder. And they have the audacity to leave when we come here as peaceful parents Woo! to talk to them? Awesome. Awesome. I have no control over them, but we're not going to be unruly here last week, Governor Ducey lifted the mask done. mandate in Arizona schools while allowing individual districts to do as they see fit. Some argue it's time for the local school board here to make masks optional. These are my rights as a parent and they don't get to decide how I choose to raise them and what I believe is true and factual. It's disgusting what's being done and I don't
0: agree with it. I just, I don't. When, when you look at uh-huh. the flu, I mean, it also causes death. It also hurts people. So I just, I don't agree with it.
1: The district tells News 4 Tucson about 90% of parents support the mask mandate for their kids. There's always the smaller portion that likes to be louder than the others. But I, I believe the school district does a great job of
2: hearing and putting the concern and safety of everyone.
1: They have never not asked for our input on anything. We get to help build the high school. We get to help name the high school. We get to help pick the colors. They literally invented three different ways to educate our kids so that everyone could try to, so they could try to appease everyone during a pandemic. This mother has two kids in the district. She worries this community has reached a breaking point. It can't come back from. That the community gets torn apart and we are so divided we can't get put back together again. Pull the kids out, pull the kids out. Pull your kids out! Pull your kids out! School officials telling me that the district is working on a letter to send to all parents here in Vail saying that nothing has changed. The mask mandate remains in place, so too do the school board members. All of this coming with just less than a month until the end of the school year. We've got you covered in Vail. All
2: right. So so there's a... There's a scam media report on it. Yeah. And, uh, of course, they're saying, oh, nothing changed with the school board. Well, you know what? If Parents decide, we're done. Mm. I I think uh, they have plenty of power to change it. Mm -hmm. We don't recognize you as a legitimate school board, therefore we're not going to participate in your schools. We're pulling our kids out. We're going to form our own school board and have our own school. How's that? And who's (laughs) to tell them they can't do it?
0: That's true.
2: I think, I'm, I'm of the mindset that education needs to be extremely local hmm. and not government controlled. Get the government out yeah. of education. Yeah. Get the government completely out of education. No more government elected school boards. Parents should run the schools.
0: I agree with you. <clears throat>
2: yep. And if they want to elect, if the, if the neighborhood wants to get together and uh-huh. elect their own school board, And form an association. I'm just making suggestions, folks. Form an association (laughs) and say, you know what? We're going to form our own school. The association, pulling our money together by Uh fee into the association, is going to pay for the school. We'll rent a place. We'll hire the teachers to come in and teach. And you know what, folks? It doesn't have to be teachers with teacher certificates. Hmm. You want to... kids learn math? Hire an engineer. He'll teach them math. An actual engineer that actually builds things, he'll teach them math. Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You, want to, uh, you want them to learn English? Hire, hire a uh, journalist or a writer of some sort that, that knows English, writes for a living, and is willing to come in and teach your kids. Mm-hmm. You know? You want them to learn scientists? Hire a scientist, an actual scientist to come and teach them science. That's how you do it. And it's local controlled. Yeah, you might have 100 homes, 100 parents in that area that say, okay, this is our school and this is what we're going to do. And you hire the people. You pay them by association, nonprofit association, right, Mm -hmm. nonprofit entity that pays for the education of those kids. You're completely free of the, of the government uh, leash on your kids. The government saying, We own your kids, not you. You have no rights, parents. You have no say, parents. You have, you know, you, you do what we determine as the elected board members. Yeah. No. I think it's time for parents to rise up and say, No, we're done with this. We're not doing this anymore. And if this could happen all over the country, it would change America overnight. Let the on school sit empty.
0: Yeah. They can pay
2: not? their teachers at an empty classroom. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: You know? Do you think you we're going to see a um, bigger movement on homeschooling?
2: Oh, it's already happening.
0: Yeah. yeah are they even more so now that you're seeing these type of things rising yes, up? because
2: parents are paying attention, starting to pay a little bit more attention. Mm-hmm. To their kids' classes because it's at the house. Yeah. And you now there are parents that have kind of sat off to the side and watched teacher interacting with their kids mm-hmm. and going, What the yep. what are you teaching my kids? Yeah, And they're they're surprised and shocked at what the teacher's doing, what the school's mandating, and they're going oh, or what or what's in the curriculum. And they're going, No, uh uh-uh. uh. No, we're not having this. Yeah. <laughs> one kid one kid came and asked his parent after a class, Are you a member of the KKK? The parent was shocked had to explain to the kid what the KKK was yeah,
0: yeah,
2: and that that's not something you want to be a member of, that, you know, it, it's, it's rare that you find a KK member anymore because it's pretty close to being dead, you yeah, know, I mean, right. it's, it doesn't hardly even exist anymore. Yeah,
0: that's true. And
2: uh, so, I mean, some teacher was probably ranting about white supremacy and it really confused the kid,
0: Yeah,
2: you know, and the kid didn't know what was going on. Yeah, the par- his parent had to explain it. This is the kind of <laughs> nonsense that's going on in government schools, folks. I've been, I have been ranting about government schools since I was in my twenties. Yeah, for forty years, I've been ranting about government schools, and I think finally maybe <coughs> a portion of Excuse the population me. in the country is starting to wake up to mm. this and say, uh, "Whoa, wait a minute, we don't like what's going yeah. on."
0: And it's good because it's time for parents to start really uh, doing their due diligence in, you know, investing their time into their kids' education. Yes. As Christians, obviously us here, brother, you know, we're talking about us or the body of believers. Mm-hmm. It's our responsib- responsibility, our kids' education, right?
2: Yeah, the scripture doesn't tell us to farm our kids off to someone else to be taught.
0: Right. So I think... You know, we are already in some ways interested, you know, even if your kids go to public school, which like my son does, my daughter did, but there wasn't a day we didn't check their homework, we didn't check what materials they were reading, mm-hmm. we didn't double check, you know, <clears throat> what sort of agenda they're trying to push or anything mm-hmm. like that, um, you know. Praise the Lord, in the Santee School District, they're a little bit more on the conservative side. Mm-hmm. I'm actually a little surprised about that. They're, they're not pushing many things, mm-hmm. you know, big time. But there's been a few things where I've said my son's not reading this book.
2: <laughs> right.
0: You know, uh, he's reading this other book. How about that? Uh, wow. But nothing major. Uh, but, yes, if I think it's the time where people are really going to start paying attention to what their you know, kids are being taught. Right. I mean, who wants to be blindsided by a question like that? <laughs> right. Uh, if, mom, Dad, are you from the KKK? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Mom, Dad, uh, well, you know, well, condom wearing, condom wearing and that sexual talk has been going on for the longest time. Right. But now that there's social media involved and everything else, just ima- imagine sexual education conversations nowadays. Well, yeah. I mean, do you, do you think the people teaching
2: your kids in government school have morals? Absolutely not. Maybe some are Christians, but they're trapped in a really bad system.
0: Bad system, bad spot. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: They don't have morals. They don't have ethics. They don't have yeah. what we, what, what Christians who are true Christians, have mm-hmm. when it comes to understanding what God requires of us, right? They don't have that. They don't have that concept. They don't have that pr- principle in their mind, mm-hmm. you know? And so they don't see anything wrong with what they're doing. Right, we see a lot wrong with what they're doing. Mm. Oh yeah, right. And uh, so, but what do they do? They try to marginalize us.
0: Oh yeah, big time, big of
2: course, time. Of course, my kids are all grown, but I mean, it's like, you know, they try to marginalize us, and it's hard to fight against <clears throat> against propaganda, against mind manipulation, uh, things of that nature that they use mm-hmm. to. Um, to marginalize people, to demonize people, to make them look like idiots, to, like they're uneducated, like yeah. they don't know anything. You know. <clears throat> and there's different ways, there's different forms of education. Right. Just because you have a d- degree doesn't mean you're educated. That's right. <laughs> you need you need life to be educated. Yeah. You're educated when you live a certain amount of life. Yeah. Now you're becoming educated because you're under, you've experienced things. You've, you know, you've got to get out from the bubble. You got, mm-hmm. you got to leave the bubble of the education system in order to actually begin to learn. And then when you begin to learn, you begin to find out some of the things you were taught inside the bubble was was false.
0: Yeah, for sure. You know, mm-hmm.
2: and that's where your education really begins. Is your education really begins when you begin to really question things mm-hmm. and say, "Is this really true? Yeah, is what they taught me really true, or was it a bunch of bunch of garbage?" Yeah, you know
0: that makes complete sense because you know a college university graduates. You know, a lot of them come out expecting a gigantic paycheck because they're going to get exactly what they're studying for, right? Right. And all of a sudden, uh wait, you have no experience. Uh you know, your little certificate doesn't tell me much about what you can or cannot do. And then they're surprised. They're they're blindsided by, oh what, I'm not gonna make a hundred thousand dollars my first year out of college? Yeah, because I got a degree. Yeah. No, you gotta prove uh-uh.
2: yourself. Exactly. No, exactly. you you gotta prove yourself. Good and stuff. yeah, that guy with the high school education over there, he's making more money than you. Mm-hmm. Because he's proven himself. Yep, you know exactly. Yeah. So, and, and, but wait, I got student loans. I'm you know eighty thousand. <laughs> I gotta pay these debt. back fast. <laughs> I, I got an eight thousand student loan at five percent, which means I'm over a hundred thousand dollars in debt. Mm. I I need a a really good paying job. That's not my. I, I didn't tell you to take that loan. Right. Right. I mean, they're expecting the employer to pay their loan for them. <laughs> and but the, yeah. this is education, right? Yeah. I mean, they come out with a, even the guys coming out with a financial degree, did they, are they taught how to do a household uh, budget? Yeah, they're taught how to run banks, right? <laughs> yeah. No, I mean it's, uh, but I mean most people don't get a financial degree, right? They're getting science degrees, they're getting, you know. Cultural studies degrees, that's the worst. Oh, uh, yeah. things oh, like that. Yeah. And they're coming out and they don't even know how to do a household budget. How is that education? <laughs>
0: yeah. Right? Right. So
2: so now you're, you know, a hundred and something thousand dollars in debt to student loans or eighty thousand, well, it's a pretty high number usually. You know, it's has yeah. on how long you spent in school. Right. And 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 you're expecting to make good money, but you end up being a barista at Starbucks, you know <laughs> and you know and you're wondering what in the world happened? I can't make my student loan payments.
0: Yeah.
2: Nobody told you to run up that credit card when you' were in college ordering pizzas and going around doing dumb things with your friends and taking those heavy loans. Mm-hmm. You did that of your own free will, right. <laughs> now, did they, are they giving these young folks guidance, which they need going into that situation? No, nobody guides them. Do their parents guide them? No. I mean, if they ended up with that loan, their parents didn't guide them. Their parents didn't get it right either. Yeah. Well, you got to go to college and get a degree, you know, take out a loan, get a degree, to get a good job. Mm-hmm. How many parents have bought into that lie? And it's a pure, a pure lie, folks. Yeah, for sure. You get a psychology degree, you're not going to make a whole lot of money. You get a math degree, you're going to end up being a teacher in a school. Uh, unless you land something really good, you're exceptional. Huh. You get a science degree, you're going to be a, li- a lab tech yeah. to start out with, making what? Just maybe a, a, a little bit above minimum wage?
0: Oh, yeah. Probably 30000 a year, 40000 yeah, a year maybe. Right. Yeah, yeah
2: so that's the reality it's not about education it's about marketing you have to be marketable this is just some practical wisdom here you have to be marketable you got to look at look young folks when you're in high school start looking at the market Mm -hmm. and seeing what what does the market do what's the market doing who's making the money Who's being successful? It's not always the college graduate.
0: Right.
2: There are people who never went to college or their college dropouts doing really, really well. Yeah. Why? They figured out the market. Yeah. They, right. they know what's, what the market is looking for. You're a product to the market, and you have to be a product that the market wants to purchase. Mm-hmm. because when they're hiring you they're basically purchasing you for to to, to do a job right to do it worse right but that you've got to make yourself marketable you know and mm-hmm. uh i I have consistently beat people out with much higher education than me
0: <laughs> in jobs
2: yep. because I was marketable I made sure I had skills that were specific to what that employer was looking for in that particular job. And these are good-paying jobs.
0: Yeah, right.
2: How many people with a cultural studies degree and their $80,000 in debt plus interest on a student loan are going to be able to go out and work on the pipeline doing things that a guy with a high school education who went to work for the pipeline as a laborer and worked his way up and now understands the specific things that are needed to fix mm-hmm. a pipeline, to repair it, to maintain it, to—I mean—that's those are very, very in specific skills that they have. That's right. Who's going to win the job? The high school guy with the skills, <laughs> or the person with a bachelor's degree? It's the high school guy with the skills. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. You know, you go into the military, pick a job where you're actually going to learn some skills. You know, I was Navy. You know who did well when they got out? The guys who were the ship electricians, the, the guys who were the hull technicians, the plumbers on the yeah, ship, right? Yeah. But the hull technicians did more than plumbing. But they did plumbing. They made good money when they got out. The guys that did welding made mm, good money. Mm-hmm. Divers made pretty good money because they were able to do go underneath and inspect the ships underneath, right? The, um I mean, uh, they, but they understood di- scuba gear and diving and all that, right? Mm-hmm. And so they could go teach that stuff or they could, you know, they could go dive. They they could go work for the sheriff's department, do diving rescue type stuff or, mm-hmm. right. you know, the, the uh, fire fire technicians, right, on the ships, the guys who, the whole technicians were also firemen. They go become firemen and make, you know, good money. Oh, yeah. You oh, know, yeah. I mean, without, without a college degree, folks. Yeah.
0: There's so many. There's so many jobs out there that you can, <clears throat> you can make a career. A, a, a lot career. of many different jobs. Right. Uh, I'm in the same position as you, brother. The where I'm working now. Uh, when I first applied, I think it was 300 applicants. I was one of seven that got hired, and what hired me wasn't my uh, education. I had a little bit of college. It was my experience. Yeah. And the guy goes, your experience blue blows everybody else's away. I, I was one of about five hundred that got hired.
2: Yeah, see, one out of five hundred. <laughs> one out of five hundred. Wow. Uh, and and it's because of my training and experience. Yeah, you had it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I knew what I was doing. I was able to walk in day one. I knew. I would plugged that radio mic into my ear, right? Uh huh. And I already knew. Everything that was going on, I knew the codes, I knew what the cops were doing, I knew what I was supposed to be doing as an administrator, I knew everything that needed to be done, day one.
0: Mm. Yeah, the training, yeah.
2: they t- They said, you're an easy transition, <laughs> that's what they called me, mm-hmm. an easy transition. Nice. Yeah, you know, I was required to go through the training, mm-hmm. right, this requirement, but it was an easy transition, and training was mainly just learning, uh, you know, a ba- the all the layout of a major university,
0: and, yeah, what, and right.
2: their, their their rules, their policies, what they look for. All I had to do was learn their policies, and learn learn the campus, mm-hmm. and then go start doing my job as an administrator, as a, basically a safety administrator working for the housing and the police department. So I mean, it's it was a new unique job, right? Mm-hmm. But. Um, it was a job I was well fitted for because of my training experience, and me having a bachelor's degree or not having one had nothing to do with it. it. It had. Can you do the job? That's yeah. all they're lo- They want. Are you going to be productive? Can you do the job? Can you can you produce? That's what they're looking for.
0: Yeah, very true.
2: just, there's some practical wisdom, folks. Stop with all, the deep state has lied to us and lied to us and lied to us when it comes to education. They have sold most of you parents a bill of goods. Stop believing that garbage. Mm -hmm. Start researching and stop selling your kids down the road of student loan debt and the inability to pay it. And now they feel trapped and stuck, and it's, you know, I mean, there is a way out from that, but it's a hard road yeah, to get it out. Yeah, it sure is. It yeah. sure is.
0: So, all right. Good stuff, brother. I mean, hopefully we'll see an uprise from parents, you know, um, especially nowadays. You know, come on. It's, all right, we're, we're, we're kind of over this pandemic thing. Come on, let's move forward. Well, I think people want to start going back to normal life. We're over until the fall. Yeah, that's true. Then the next strain comes. So. Yeah,
2: that's true. <laughs> Vitamin D is plentiful now. We're hitting uh, sunny days, right? <coughs> yep. Vitamin D is killing the virus, but uh, it goes away in the fall. So <laughs> you got to start taking supplements yeah, you the start, Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. Take the supplements.
2: <laughs> well, here's another one. Facebook's fact checker on vaccines is funded by an organization that has $1.8 billion invested in vaccine stocks. <laughs> Can anybody say conflict of interest? (laughs) Uh, Yep.
0: Just a tad. How many of
2: you actually believe the fact checkers, folks? I didn't believe them for half a second. I knew they were deep state operatives. Here's here's the story. Anyone who even questions the safety of COVID-19 vaccines on Facebook's platform is immediately slapped with a fact-check warning by factcheck.org. That's true on YouTube as well and Twitter as well. Uh, Articles about alternative treatments and studies showing that vitamin D and zinc can prevent illness have been blocked. (laughs) One of Facebook's most prominent fact-checking groups that claims to be independent is funded by the Robert Wood Johnson Foundation that holds about 15% of its assets, over $1.8 billion of stock, in vaccine manufacturer Johnson & Johnson. (laughs) The CEO of the foundation is Richard Besser, the former acting director of the CDC under Obama and ABC News, former chief health and medical editor. In other words, the vaccine companies control the flow of information about vaccines. Former President Trump signed the $2.3 trillion ominous bill in December 2020 that contained $1 billion of taxpayer funding to help market the vaccine. So, so. What say you, the beef?
0: <sighs> yeah, <laughs> I think there's a little bit of conflict of interest there going on. <laughs> what I want to know is, well, now it should sure surprise us. I mean, how long has Facebook been around? It's been around a while, you know, over 10 years. Yeah. And all of a sudden, during Trump's uh, presidency, we get these fact checkers involved. Folks, you don't think there's an agenda there? Even now, yeah, there's much of.
2: A, they are as much of a scam as the education system.
0: The, j- yeah,
2: exactly. The whole thing's a scam. The whole thing's a scam.
0: Not only that, you try to, you know, uh, uh, you know, appeal to them. Like, well, this is the reason why I don't think it's 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 fair. They they don't even give you the opportunity. You push buttons to either submit a request to review again, but mm-hmm. you can't give an explanation or actually, you know, make an argument as to why you believe the your, you know, whatever you posted it shouldn't is you know, was fact checked incorrectly. They don't even get that opportunity. All they'll do, you get in return. We've reviewed your, uh, your right, request. I'm like, right. what request? All I did is push the button, and yeah. you've been denied.
2: <laughs> it has nothing to do with truth. It has to do with an agenda. An agenda, correct. So, there you go. Fact checkers
0: are scammers.
2: Fact <laughs> checkers
0: unite, huh?
2: Arizona audit chief says probe of 2020 fraud is gaining momentum. In case yes, you guys have been good. living under a rock, they have the audit going on in Maricopa County, Arizona.
0: Yes, they are.
2: And that's, they say if that domino falls, all the other ones will fall right afterwards. Oh, it's going to be a thing of beauty. Election audits of the 2020 U.S. election are moving forward despite continued attempts by Democrats to derail the process. Overnight, we went from 20 county locations on the floor to 46 Stated former Arizona Secretary of State and Auditor, Director Ken Bennett. Hopefully in the next day or two they will be ready to fully staff that and then if we go to three shifts, which we are talking about, we will almost triple our thorough put. Mm-hmm. Or I would say output, but Yeah. During the and during the interview that But but that's not all, folks. During an interview (laughs) Sunday, Bennett said he will not share any information about their findings until the audit is complete, right? Because he's he's mandated by law. He can't say Mm -hmm. anything. Mm -hmm. Um, He added, keeping the data and information secure is the main priority as the audit uh, advances. They are currently counting the ballots and evaluating them uh, for irregularities such as folds, or being marked with a Xerox machine as opposed to pen. And also there's the watermarks that everybody's talking about now. I mentioned watermarks a year ago. <laughs> and now it's coming out that, yep, they had watermarks. Yep. But <laughs> that's I've that. mentioned that on this podcast Yes, you did before anybody else mentioned it. And now they're coming out with the watermarks. Can you believe Remember that?
0: I do remember that. <laughs> That's right. I do remember that. Yep. Wow. B-
2: Bennett said, despite mainstream media journalists, yeah, there's a lot of things, despite mainstream media journalists, <laughs> attempting to intimidate poll workers by taking photos of their license plates, they are not stopping the hand count until it's complete. Meanwhile, another election audit is underway in a small New Hampshire town. Let's hear about this one.
0: That's a I, did not. I don't
2: um, want to hear it now. the beef. He's been he's at, at Wendy's eating and eating all those hamburgers. He didn't keep up, did you? State yeah. officials. <laughs> <laughs> state officials are struggling to choose a contractor to perform the election audit following the stunning revelations of so-called Winham incident. Slateman Bruce Bretton... Uh, I think I pronounced it right, said the state's decision to appoint Mark Lindman as chief election auditor is dangerous because Lindman has already criticized a similar audit in Arizona. Instead, Bretton um, is supporting the candidacy of Hovan Polit- Pulitzer. What an interesting last name. Hmm. Who's been local, who's been vocal, excuse me, about election fraud. The local government of Windham are set to meet on Monday night and will discuss the vote for the auditor. As leftists on the Windham committee are expected to stick with their vote of Lidman, Britain is encouraging residents to get involved and attend the meeting and put that pressure on. When the residents show up and put pressure, the wicked flee when no man pursues, as Proverb says. So, there you go. So, I, I think uh-huh. the dominoes
0: are starting to fall well like you said if this one in maricopa county Mm -hmm. just the dominoes start falling there Mm -hmm. i mean it's just going to create this domino effect throughout all those states counties that uh, were already in the process of uh, submitting the audits or requesting audits how yeah. do you, how yeah, yeah. what do you see what do you see happening if that's if that does happen
2: uh even if the courts who which are corrupt which they've d- demonstrated time and time again
0: yeah, yeah of course that, that they 're
2: corrupt uh deny anything, the people are going to see it yeah, and the people are going to revolt in twenty twenty two yeah on the midterms.
0: so you think at this point uh even if they're not looking at it, all oh, we want the end result to be. They're just like, hey, we're exposing it. We want people to see it. Forget what the result's going to be. We know it's going to get shut down at the, uh, at, the courts. at the courts.
2: So now what happens with the courts? Courts become marginalized because all the people are going, the courts are corrupt. Yep. We can't trust the courts anymore. What does that do to the courts? Yeah. Now, what also... <clears throat> That means that the people are going to start, they're going to elect pe- people on the local level that are going to have a lot of election reform. And we're already seeing that election reform taking place around mm-hmm. the country
0: mm-hmm.
2: where they're saying no more Dominion Machines, hand yeah, count. Right. They're saying ID verification. Even I've heard, heard the suggestion of giving a, a, cert- a receipt for your vote. hmm that's your receipt saying you yeah. voted with your private number on it showing your vote what, what your vote was right that you can go back and say, "No, that's not how I voted, this is how I voted. Yeah, you have a receipt to prove it.
0: yeah, that, I think that would be the best thing to do, mm-hmm. you know, and not only that, as a uh, United States voter, you want something that certifies that you know that you did vote. Right. You know, I think people take a little bit of pride in that because it's a mm-hmm. freedom that we have, you know, freedom that this country has given us the ability to be able to go vote because you're a citizen. Right. You know. And when you don't have you know, a lot I, I find I find that I found out that there's a lot more people, you know how they give you that little paper you can take remove that little tab on top of your voting sheet. Right. Right. I found out that there's a lot more of the people or people, friends, family that I know that actually went online to check to make sure their vote was counted or it made it into, you know, the polling office uh-huh. than ever before. Like, people are actually trying to keep track of that thing. Good. So,
2: I I should have done a better job on that uh, myself. Uh, me yeah, too. It's, it's, me yeah. too.
0: But, you know, just to tell you that how people are, hey, wait a minute.
2: People are waking up and they're going, no, yeah. I'm not letting this happen anymore. Yeah.
0: So now Which that they're, you know, they're, they're calling, screaming for a voter ID, you know, a lot of these people are going to go, yeah, I want a voter right. ID.
2: Right, right. Because... Eighty million people did vote for Trump. I mean, we just got to be honest with this thing. Oh yeah, of course. And, and they're saying that California went Trump. You know, I mean
0: that that would like that would be yeah shocking.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's incredible. One more item. Go for it. Take it. So this is health impact news. The controversial health impact news. Mm. May 2, second, twenty twenty one. Genocide in the U.S. continues. 3,848 deaths. 118,902 injuries following COVID injections. Mm. Children now being reported as dying also. Wow. The mass murder of Americans through the experimental COVID injections continues as the CDC is now reporting that 3,848 people have died and 118,902 adverse reactions have now been logged into their vaccine adverse event reporting system. Many believe there is solid evidence that the CDC is holding back much of the data and that the number of deaths and injuries reported is much higher. This is in addition to the fact that Many deaths and injuries following the injections are not even reported mm. because the propaganda put out by the U.S. government and reinforced through the pharma funded corporation media, corporate media, continues to claim that none of these deaths are linked to the COVID injections and are just de- uh, coincidences. Mm. To give some perspective to these recorded numbers and show how criminally evil it is to claim that none of these deaths or injuries are caused by the injections, the total deaths now recorded following experimental COVID injections since December 2020 is more than the recorded deaths following vaccines for the previous 15 and a half years before the experimental COVID shots were unleashed against the public. And now they are targeting children. Tragically, there are now at least five deaths recorded among children following COVID injections, including a five month old baby who was not injected but was breastfeeding from her mother who was. Wow. They're deceiving folks. This is not a vaccine. They keep calling it a vaccine. That Alone, in my book, is a crime against humanity and Mm. needs to be brought before a tribunal. It's not a vaccine in the traditional sense of a vaccine, not even scientifically. It is mRNA, which is a synthetic Mm. RNA going into the cell and communicating with the natural DNA and competing or basically in there with the natural RNA the DNA is now confused between the natural and the, and the synthetic. Mm. Synthetic gets kicked out of the cell and it goes to the cell wall, but it hangs around. It's like kicking your Uncle Bernie out of the house, but he's hanging around on the porch. Right?
0: Kind of, what, what about Bob?
2: Yeah, like, what about Bob? He's still on the porch. <laughs> he never leaves. Well, this, this, this never leaves. Mm. And they're saying, and I've watched, I've watched probably 10 or 15 experts coming out and saying, this is bad. Mm-hmm. Um, we're talking wow. about doctors, infectious disease doctors. We're talking about doctors. One guy was a, a vice president of Pfizer. And, and one of the divisions of Pfizer came uh-huh. out and said, this is bad stuff. Now, wow. so it hangs around. And what they're concerned about is the second strain, the uh, the uh, the variant, as they call it. Yeah, right. And that that is going to cause the devastation because mm-hmm. it's going to have a bad reaction with the synthetic RNA. Oh, okay. It's what yeah. they're concerned about. Now, here's the other thing. Now they're coming out and saying there's a possibility that even if you have not been in vac- been been uh, injected, mm-hmm. if you're close to someone who has been. Oh no. <laughs> It's going to infect you too,
0: really well, wow. yeah,
2: so if you wanted a depopulation agenda or yeah. a means of doing it this, this would it. this would be it yeah wow. it's just it's just sickening yeah. what these people do now. here's what I know: mm-hmm. God will protect those whom he chooses to protect and will um can override that whole system mm-hmm. anytime he wants. And we don't leave this earth until he's ready for us to leave this earth. That's right. The believers. Mm-hmm. And the unbelievers too. He they, they leave when he determines. And he does not allow evil to go beyond a certain level mm-hmm. before he shuts it down. We see this all the way through scripture where he He allows evil to go to a certain level and then he shuts it down. hmm I'm just now starting to read the Book of Job. I got I've gone from Genesis Genesis to Job now, hmm. and the, one of the lessons of Job is that God would allow that evil to occur only to a certain level, and then God would shut it down.
0: Hmm.
2: That's right. And but God's not performing the evil, in Job Satan is. Yeah. So that's uh, pretty much what I have. But I mean, it's it's, folks. Uh, You know, don't be burying your head in the sand, hiding under covers. Don't uh, just uh, hide. Mm -hmm. Come out and be vocal and educate yourself on this stuff. And don't do what you're told just because you're told. Do do what's right because you know it's right. So I'm going to toss... Good stuff, brother. The proverbial ball over to you, brother. All right, and uh... so you know,
0: folks, I like to grind my brother's gears. I like to surprise him with a few, you know, unusual, weird, off the rails <laughs> news article. <clears throat> but I'll set this one of, like I'll set this one up like this, brother. <clears throat> what would you do, either if you're in a church building, right? Getting ready to receive the sermon with all readiness. Or you're watching on the screen because you're you know from home. You're watching the, the live feed. And all of a sudden, you get this six foot three. You know, Pastor Brian comes out with his fluorescent, gigantic hair. With makeup on and a dress on. And starts preaching to you.
2: Was that a rhetorical question or was that a real question?
0: (laughs) Run with it. (laughs) I would. Or David uh, Gamble in a dress with a big week. I would uh, put my
2: feet to work, (laughs) find the nearest exit, (laughs) depart as quickly as possible, and not come back.
0: Yep. I wouldn't expect any different than that. <laughs> yep.
2: So if if I didn't throw them out of the pulpit, so go ahead.
0: Uh, yeah, okay, yeah, I was yeah, the other um, option uh, uh, would uh, be uh, to uh. jump on that stage. So and it's just a matter
2: of how bad I'd smack be... him
0: a couple of times, probably throw him out. Right?
2: Depends if hmm. I want to go to jail or not.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, so guess what? United Met- Methodist Ministry. Uh, actually allow their first drag queen certified as a candidate for United Methodist Ministry speaking in a new way to people. Isaac Simmons is the first openly gay man to be certified within the Illinois Great Rivers Conference and, as far as anyone can tell, the first drag queen certified in the United Methodist Church, the UMC.
2: The way you described him, I thought it was Bozo the Clown.
0: Well, here I well, well, I. I mean, I'm gonna show you. Oh my goodness! Hope Church. <laughs> oh cool. I'll show you a picture. Of what uh, he looks yeah, like. he
2: just show me the picture, folks.
0: It's it's pretty bad. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, so he gets an idea. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I'll put a link oh. to the 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 our description on the podcast so people can see. But oh. the name of the drag queen, or his name as a drag queen, is Miss Penny Cost. I don't call it miss or anything. It's just like it's the ugliest thing I've ever seen. Delivers a message during the Hope United Methodist Church virtual service in Bloomington, Illinois on April 11, 2021. It says, a few things were different about Sunday's virtual service at Hope United Methodist Church in Bloomington, Illinois. For one, there were a few more wigs on screen. There, were, there also was a little bit more makeup, said Miss Penny Cost, that Sunday's preacher. John
2: and Charles Wesley are turning over in their graves. Oh,
0: man. Right now, the the ground is shaking. I'm telling you. Hope Church celebrated Drag Sunday on Sunday, April 11, with a message by Miss Penny Cost and music, readings, and prayer by other drag artists from Central Illinois and beyond.
2: Penny Cost to play on Pentecost.
0: <laughs> oh my
2: goodness! Oh, yeah. uh, they, they really know how to mock. Don't oh,
0: they? oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. It is our way of celebrating and uplifting the voices of drag artistry within the church. Miss Pentecost said during the service. The service also came in response to pushback and questions the church has received over the past few weeks. The Illinois Great Rivers Conference Vermilion River District Committee on Ordained ministry recently unanimous, unanimous, unanimous? Un- unanimous? Yes. Unani- unanimously? Thank you. Okay. Appreciate that. <laughs> Certified Hope Church Director of Operations Isaac Simmons, who goes by Miss Penny Cause in drag as a candidate for ministry in the United Methodist Church. Simmons 23, that's what he looks like, normal man. Okay. Without the makeup and... The whole,
2: uh, you know, it looked like a like a twenty-something-year-old with glasses, yeah, and a nice yeah. smile, and yeah, yeah short, progressive, short you know, yeah, yeah, normal.
0: Uh, he's the first openly gay man to be certified within the Illinois Great Rivers Conference, and as far as anyone can tell, the first drag queen certified in the United Methodist Church. It is mind-boggling, simply that it's 2021, and I'm the first. But also, it's incredibly humbling. He told religious news service, "For the amount of pushback and the amount of hate." That I have faced simply by existing, let alone for pursuing ordination, I have received. I've been poured into even more love and support. Not long after he, not long after the vote, Simmons' story was picked up by conservative United Methodist. How many churches in their district or conference would be comfortable with a minister who is a drag queen? Would the people in the pew say his faith and works? Honor God and align with the Westland tradition? asked blogger Dan Moran of the Institute on Religious and Democracy. The pushback that followed was scary, Simmons said. He wrote for the Reconciling, Reconciling Ministries Network blog that he has been called the Antichrist, the spawn of Satan, and his favorite, a bad copy of Jack Lemon's performance, and some like it hot. <laughs>
2: Who came up with that? I so, don't know. Well, that's um, funny. I wonder, brother. Uh huh. If the residents of Sodom and Gomorrah, on Judgment Day, will rise up and cl- play the victim card with God. You think? <laughs> because that's what he's doing. He's playing the victim card. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Uh, yeah, it's 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 the same old mind manipulation game that they they always play, and that is. Um, rather than than um, having people focus on the morality of what's mm-hmm. going on based yeah. upon Scripture, yeah, it's I'm I'm a victim here. I uh, people are calling me names and they're being mean to me and they're doing this and they're doing that.
0: Um, simply, and that's it's, it's simply wait you forgot simply for being born this way.
2: Yeah, huh? it's called bait and switch. <laughs> And that's really what it's called, bait and switch. Mm-hmm. You, you bait, and then you switch it. right? And the bait is, I'm a victim. The switch is, uh, I, I'm not doing anything wrong, and these people are picking on me. Yep. That's the switch. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's got to deny the whole of Scripture in order to say what he's saying.
0: Oh yeah, for sure.
2: He's not a, we're not victims, folks. We're sinners, we're mm-hmm. not victims, we're sinners.
0: Yeah.
2: Deserving of eternal wrath under God. It's impossible for us, for us in this sense to be a victim. Yeah. Now we can be a victim of someone else committing a crime against us, that right. kind of victim. Right. But when it comes to something like this, we're not victims. We're we're sinners deserving eternal wrath under God because we have offended a holy and righteous God with our rebellion against mm-hmm. righteousness.
0: Preach it, bro. Okay? That's exactly it.
2: That's, that's what's going on. The fact that we don't get that wrath is called grace and mercy. Grace is receiving what you don't deserve. Mm-hmm. Mercy is not getting what you do deserve. Mercy is we don't get eternal wrath under God, which we do deserve. Grace is we get eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord, which we don't deserve. That's the bottom line. So this whole victim card is humanistic. It's not scriptural. It's not spiritual minded. It's not uh, any real connection to God. It's just... Self-focus, and mm-hmm. self-focus is a—it's uh, one of the uh, subsidiaries of sin. Oh yeah. Self-focus results from sin because we are narcissistic by nature, because that's what we find in our father Adam, who fell, who fell into sin in rebellion against God. That's right. Passed on to us, so we're all to some degree psychopaths, and we're all to some degree narcissistic. It just depends to what degree. Some much less than others, but all of us are self-focused and selfish and uh, want to play the victim card. And we've all wanted to play the victim card from one time or another,
0: Mm -hmm. right? Oh, yeah, right.
2: God, you haven't been fair to me. God, why are you doing this to me? Why am I going through this, God? Why is this happening? Why is that happening? Even the greatest Christians have fallen into that trap. And yet, God is still gracious to his elect. And yet, also, many will rise up on the day of judgment, the great white throne judgment. And this is what will happen. And this is this gentleman might want to heed this
0: mm-hmm.
2: because he is committing what God calls an abomination. Yes. In the scriptures, so it tells me he doesn't believe the scriptures. Well, the United Methodists—they haven't believed the scriptures in a long time.
0: Yeah. Right.
2: It's been—I mean, they've followed, they fell a long time ago. But here's uh, Revelation twenty verse eleven, and I saw a great white throne. And him that sat on it, from whose face the earth and heaven fled away, and there was found no place for him for them, excuse me, for them. and I saw the dead small and great, stand before God, and the books were opened, and another book was opened, which is the book of life, and the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. and the sea Sea, which is the Gentile nations, by the way, gave up the dead which were in it. And death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them, and they were judged every man according to their works. Hmm. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire.
0: Mm.
2: And Mm. that's not a scare tactic. That's fact by divine um, revelation coming from the scriptures, that's God's divine re- revelation to us. It's not a scare tactic. Folks.
0: That's right.
2: It's fact. It's reality. It's going to happen. It's in coordination with Isaiah 65. By the way, if anybody wants to go to I-60, uh, Isaiah 65, I'm about to say I 65, Isaiah 65, um, and read it and read it in, co- in in combination with that passage out of. Revelation twenty, you'll get a complete picture. But here's the thing: uh, God is the final authority, not us, not our group, not our church, not our denomination, not the man behind the pulpit, not our victim group, not our activist activist group not our civil rights group, none of those are the final authority. God Mm. is the final authority. His Word is the final authority. That's what we have to go by. And His Word is clear. That's right. Out of Romans 1, which is interpreting Old Covenant passages, Romans 1 is the interpretation of Levitical law, when it says that the wrath of God was revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness, because that which may be known of God is manifest in them, for God has showed it unto them. Hmm. For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse." Because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God. Neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. Talking historically, what happened with the Gentile nations, and even Israel in the past when they rebelled against God. Mm -hmm. Um, It says, uh, their foolish heart was darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. And change the glory of the uncorruptible God into an Im- image made like to corruptible man into, into birds and four footed beasts and creeping things. So, what is happening in the United Methodist Church is they're building God in their image. That's right. And they're making up their own God. It's not the God of Scripture. Hmm. Wherefore, God also gave them up to uncleanness through the lust of their own hearts to dishonor their own bodies between themselves. How much more clear can that be? Exactly. who changed the truth of God into a lie and worshiped the creature and served the creature more than the creator. That's where we make ourselves our own final authority. Mm-hmm. Who is blessed forever. Amen. For this cause God gave them up unto vile affections. That's pretty clear. For even their women did change natural use into that which is against nature. And likewise also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in their lust one toward another, men with men working that which is unseemly, and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error which was meet, And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, not the real God, but a fake one, Mm. God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, malignity, whisperers, backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, without understanding, covenant breakers, without natural affection, implacable, unmerciful, who knowing the judgment of God, that they which commit such things are worthy of death, not only do the same, but have pleasure in them that do them. So, But then the next chapter, very first verse, Therefore thou art inexcusable, O man, whosoever thou art the judges. And he goes into that, talking about um, we have our own battle with our own flesh. That's right. But judging in the sense that we don't do the same thing. We don't judge someone for doing the same thing that that well, we're guilty doing. of it also. Yeah, right? we're, we're
0: doing right. God's
2: the judge. God's the final judge. We're not the final judge. That's the whole point. God judges. God's the, God's the one who makes this determination, and yet with that, even with God bringing that judgment, the victim card will be played. Oh yeah, and they'll through mind manipulation, mm-hmm. and uh, all of that. They'll they'll switch it from that. What I just read to I'm a poor victim being picked on by mean people. Yeah. And then tugging on the heartstrings. So bypassing the cranium, bypassing the ability to think rationally about these things according to the divine revelation of God Mm -hmm. and going straight to the emotions and letting the emotions to drive our agenda, to drive our doctrine, to drive what we believe to be truth, Mm -hmm. to drive our life, and it... Completely destroys us. This is an act of self-destruction. The yeah. only person to hurting is themselves.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And those who are gullible enough to fall into that trap.
0: Right. And that's probably what you're worried the most about. All the people that fall into that trap. I thought this was interesting <laughs> what uh, uh, this kid Simmons said. Uh, They're saying this person is being called to ministry and has our approval to receive the United Methodist support financially and otherwise, Simmons said. My faith and my understanding of God calls me to be a part of that, to be a part of change making and to be a part of creating spaces where everyone, regardless of their identities or orientations, can, can be and exist without even an inkling of, am I welcome here? Well,
2: brother, you know what? So going what? back
0: to that, uh, you know, uh, it falls under the victimhood. My being accepted for who I am. My an accepted for my sexual orientation. Right.
2: right. It's all self focused It's yeah. all, I'm the final authority. I'm the, I'm, I'm the center of focus. Uh, and I'm being picked on. Yes. Yeah. And that is, um, I wish I could find a better way of expressing it than what I have. I can't. I'm sure there are others that can express it even better, but the point is he's so self focused that he has the incapacity or inability to see the truth of God as it's revealed in Scripture. The Scriptures are divinely uh, uh, they're divinely uh, interpreted or, or understood mm-hmm. uh, right out of Second Corinthians. That's right. Okay, and all the natural man does not understand the things of God for they are divinely, divinely. And, and, mm-hmm. and determined, right? I mean, the Holy Spirit guides us in the scriptures. You can't understand and know the scriptures unless you have the Holy Spirit. That's right. You can't have the Holy Spirit unless you, See, it's not just believe on Christ and, and you'll be saved. Right. It's, you, you're, you're abandoning your sin. You're battling against your sin. Now, you may you may struggle with it, but there's a struggle. You recognize it as sin. Uh-huh. That's the whole point. You recognize it as sin and you struggle against it. Okay? And you may you may have a hard time with it, but you're going to struggle against it. You're going to have that sense of guilt over it. You're going to know that you've violated God's righteousness, His holiness, every time you commit it. But when you're going along and you're oblivious to that, I've been called by God to the ministry. Right? That's a problem. You don't know the Scriptures because God has blinded your eyes to His truth. And it's no different than mm-hmm. the Pharisees of old that Christ rebuked repeatedly
0: yes.
2: because they were blinded to the Scriptures because of their own unbelief. Mm-hmm. He is blinded to the Scriptures because of his own unbelief. The Bible says... Um, Let me go, uh, where am I? Uh, Let's go up here. For Christ sent me not, let's see, not that part. Where am I? I'll have to find it, but let me look. It's 2, it's chapter 2. Okay, chapter 2. So 1 Corinthians chapter 2. But the natural, let me go up to 13. Which things also we speak... In the words which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Spirit teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual, but the natural man receives not the things of, of the Spirit of, of God. Mm-hmm. For Amen. they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them. God blinds them yes, sir. on purpose. Because they are spiritually discerned. Remember, God said, I speak in parables so that mm-hmm. the Pharisees would not understand. I'm purposely blinding them because of the condition of their heart, right? That's I'm right. blinding them because they're not a part of my elect. I didn't select them, he says. Yeah, that's right. And he that is spiritual judges all things, yet he himself is judge of no man. When when you're in Christ and you have the scriptures and you're you're getting your life cleaned up, now you can see clearly to, ju- to discern good from evil, to mm-hmm. judge right from wrong, right. right? God judges people, but we judge uh, whether something's moral or immoral.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: We can judge those things. And then he says, for who hath known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. Who's right. known the mind of the Lord? Those who have the mind of Christ.
0: Mm-hmm. Amen. Good stuff, brother. Um, to finish up just that segment, and we'll end with this. <clears throat> uh, I thought this was really, really good. Uh, and I want to kind of closing thoughts on this. Southern Baptist leader Al- Alvo- uh, Albert Moeller, can't speak today, has denounced in L- the Illinois church consideration of having a drag queen as their pastor, calling it doctrinal annihilation. He uh, said on the Wednesday episode of uh, his podcast, The Briefing. Album uh, Moller blasted the church's advancement of Isaac Simmons as an intentional refutation and revolt against the very order of creation that God has given us and a direct violation of the clear teachings of scripture concerning the fact that those whom God has made as men should identify as men. And says, this is open revolt. And of course, you're going to see a division between those who are appalled by it, deeply troubled by it, deeply concerned by it and opposed to it on the one hand, and those who celebrate it and say that it's arrived far too late on the other hand.
2: Yeah, they're, so they're playing off the civil rights yeah. agenda, you know, and they're they're trying to be the next Rosa Parks. Everybody's trying to be the next Rosa Parks. This, right. this person's trying to be the next Rosa no, exactly. Parks. Exactly, exactly. Right?
0: The first one, right, that came out and right. is doing it. So
2: Rosa Parks' uh, action was... Righteous, mm-hmm. it was justified because she truly was being uh, discriminated against based upon how God actually did make her. That's right, as a black woman.
0: Yeah,
2: right. Uh, they, the, the people who were in sinning at that time were those who were discriminated against her based upon her skin color because that's how God made her.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: What these people are doing is they're changing. What God did in making them, Mm -hmm. they're becoming something different than what God made them. And then, and then sitting in judgment on those who say, "Wait, God didn't make you that way. You shouldn't be doing this." Yeah, it's it's flipped. They're not Rosa Parks. The people who are being Rosa Parks now are the people who are saying, "You have a problem." And you need to deal with it. You need to repent of this sin that you're in, right? Mm-hmm. Because we're acknowledging how God actually did make him, and he's denying it. That's right. So it's, it, they're all trying to be the next Rosa Parks. Oh, I want to be the next person in history, the first to do this, the first to, the first woman president, the first gay preacher, the first what. Everybody wants to be the first. Mm -hmm. What does that tell you, uh, their brother? It tells you that they're self centered. Oh, yeah. It tells you that they're all about themselves, Mm -hmm. their legacy, their place in history, Mm -hmm. which should mean absolutely nothing to a Christian. Yeah. You know, we're not about ourselves, we serve our Lord we're not about us. We're not about being the first on anything or the next uh, civil rights victim or martyr or whatever. We're not trying right. to be martyrs. Christians were made martyrs not because they were seeking to be martyrs, but because they were actually martyrs. That's right. You know, these people are seeking to be martyrs. They're trying to declare themselves to be martyrs because they're trying to make a name for themselves in the world. Yeah. This is all this is happening. that's all that's happening here. They're trying to become popular in the world, which is bigger than the church, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And uh become this uh icon. Everybody wants to be the next icon, you know?
0: Most definitely.
2: Uh you know, now now who's it uh, George Floyd has become an icon oh, yeah. now, oh, yeah. right? He's become the next, <coughs> outcome, you know?
0: He became a poster boy now. Right.
2: Now he's <laughs> now he they're going to erect statues of him and all this. Oh, this yeah. is men a worship.
0: Citizen of the year. This <laughs> is
2: men worshipping men, lifting up men, and we're not supposed to do that. We don't lift men up. Amen. You know, we, we lift we 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 glorify God. Okay? Amen. So I don't care who's in the White House. I don't care who's running. Uh, I'm not going to lift them up like I like I do God, right? If they accomplish something that's godly, that's notable, okay, I, I acknowledge they did that. Like Martin Luther nailing the nine and five thesis onto the door uh, uh, of the church in Wittenberg, Germany. That mm-hmm. was notable. That changed history. Yeah. He wasn't looking to change history. Yeah,
0: exactly. I was gonna say, he wasn't looking to do that.
2: <laughs> no. He didn't want to bring the ear of the church down upon his head. But God determined to use him for that purpose. Yeah, yeah. If God uses you for that purpose, that's different. Right? If God chooses to exalt you, that's different. Mm-hmm. He exalted the Apostle, the Apostle Paul. And Apostle Paul said what? I am the chief among sinners. I don't deserve what God's doing here. Amen. That's right. I don't deserve this, this recognition and all of this. You know, that God lifting me up like He is. I, I'm sure He's still saying, "I don't deserve this." This was God's grace and His mercy upon me. Yeah, yeah. But what is this person doing? He's trying mm. to play the victim card yeah. to be the next icon, the next yeah. Rosa Parks, right. the next person that's going to be lifted up by the world, yeah. and then he can be the great
0: hero. Yeah. What well, I find interesting that he said it's all for change. To change the world. LA. Change just
2: for the sake of change, right? Exactly. Change for the sake of change because
0: yeah.
2: the world just needs change. We we, we're totally oblivious and mindless as to what change is, but we just, we're just going to change, right? is, But we bought into this for a long time, oh, yeah. but we right. can't do it anymore. We are up against the clock,
0: brother. Let's go, my brother. I know no, you got to go, but yeah. thank you for blessing us. I mean, this was okay. uh, pretty... Pretty good podcast. A lot of good stories, good news, and thank, thank you for you. sharing the word with us. You're welcome. Other than that, close us out, brother. Oh, and before we close, FYI, everybody, big news coming up. We're going to be doing a big release that is going to include not only this podcast, but our official website and my brother, the Brain's First Blog. That's all I got to say.
2: I can't put two words together. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I surely would hope so, all right? Cause uh, I, I I learned to write
2: in second grade, and I wrote did, a blog. Did they teach you how to write <laughs> words in Tennessee? Well, they, they're kind of words. They're our words.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it, it's a great one, folks. Uh, I've read it, uh, and that's all I got to say. I'm not saying more. All right. Close this right. off, my brother. All right.
2: Well, we love you guys. God bless, and uh, remember, walk with Christ, and... Keep your mind sharp, sharp. here. We'll see you next podcast.
0: Catch you on that flip side.
1: You have been listening to the Vortex Apologetic
0: Podcast. Hey there, ladies and gentlemen. We want to thank you for tuning in to listen to the Vortex Apologetic Podcast. It's a blessing to have you. We hope that you continue to enjoy the future episodes and to tune in and share away with others that might be interested. Uh, we wanted to thank our families for supporting us, especially our wives put up with us. They allow us to have time to study and spend time uh, in the Word of God and uh, in return they help us as well and they keep us accountable. It's a blessing to have them in our lives. So we want to especially thank them. Uh, also we want to just thank uh, our church, uh, our friends and uh, the men's study that we have that we continue to occur, be encouraged about. I uh, want to thank all these people because they support us and pray for us and uh, it's a blessing to have them than that i hope you continue to enjoy the vortex apologetic podcast that we will talk to you soon more episodes to come your way other than that i'm out we're out god bless you